Welcome to another episode of Infinity X, where we give a stage and microphone to human excellence in the pursuit of never-ending opportunities and merging ecosystems with world-renowned entrepreneurs and influencers. Now, here's your host, David Harder. From the production studios of Epic Financial Strategies here in Red Bank, New Jersey, this is Infinity X, where we give a stage and microphone to human excellence in the endless pursuit of creating infinite sales opportunities. And uh, tonight is absolutely no different. We are joined by Craig Siegel, the founder of the CLS Experience. Craig, are you there, brother? I'm here, brother. I'm ready to rock and roll. Let's get crazy tonight. Oh, that's what's up. I love that. All right. As always, I am joined by my partner and the founder of Epic Financial Strategies, CEO, Rob Gill. Rob, what's up, brother? What's up, Dave? How you doing, man? Great, bro. All right. Happy Trajectory Tuesday. Craig, what's going on, brother? Happy Tuesday to you. I'm excited to be here with you guys. Let's have some fun, provide some value. Yeah, let's do it, brother. Um, Are we getting them on the screen here? We are. Yep. We're going to get it up on the screen here in a second. So, Craig, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know that um, Dave was very excited about tonight's um, uh, call and, and, and webinar. Um, is this a webinar? What do you call this? Yeah, it's yeah. a webinar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was excited to talk about you. And uh, I know Parker had mentioned that there's, uh, you have a very good following, from what I understand. So why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got to where you are right now? Yes, yeah, so I just want to correct you. You said good following. We had the best following on planet Earth. And a lot of the CLS family is out tonight. I want to acknowledge them. They're bringing the energy. I already see them in the chats. Great. Wait, wait, did you say Steelers? Is that what he said? I didn't say Steelers. Oh, I thought you said Steelers fan. I'm sorry about that. I'm a Steelers fan. That's why I thought oh, you are? Apologize. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, I thought you said Steelers. I got excited there for a second. <laughs> I didn't um, say Dante in the house. Yes, yeah, so the, our, our community is amazing. It's not a community, it's a family. I see a lot of them here tonight to join us. They're bringing the energy, and I'm super excited for that. So I want to acknowledge them here tonight. And where are you from, Craig? I'm in Manhattan, in the Big Apple, New York City. That's the East River behind me. Are you born and raised? Like, where, where, did, you, where did you start out? I born and raised in Long Island, and then after college, it was Manhattan. I was on Wall Street Finance, and I lived here ever since. Awesome. 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 And where'd you go to college? In Connecticut, University of Hartford. Oh, but you started out, so you grew up in Long Island. What was it like in the early years for you? You know what? In the early years, straight up, I was lost in the wilderness with no compass. Had fun, had a lot of friends, had no purpose. Um, You know, I liked sports and stuff like that. Went to college, still didn't have direction, but I graduated, did the whole thing because that's what you're supposed to do. And then I came out and I ended up on Wall Street. And it was at that time where I discovered personal development. Well, I can't wait to get, I'm so excited to get into that conversation with you. But tell me a little bit, you said you played some sports. What sports did you play growing up? So I, I played sports, like nothing too crazy. I played a little soccer. I played hockey. Uh, I played tennis. I was on the basketball team. Oh, wow. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I pretty much played everything except football. Yeah. Uh, and what, was your, what was your favorite sport or what sport would you say has helped you in business later on in life? If it, if it has at all. Well, I now hundred percent, the answer would be running back then when I was a kid and I didn't know what was really going on and I was plugged into the matrix. I, I don't, I don't really know. Ooh, I, I love I, it. I you give a matrix examples. Awesome. Yeah. Not, not, conditioning. Me yeah. as an athlete, when I was younger, didn't really lead to anything that, that I'm doing now. Got it. Got it. And um, full transparency. I No, I appreciate that. I know for, and the reason why I bring that up every once in a while, you'll have sometimes sports do translate into business, but sometimes they don't. And, and, and I get what you're saying. Uh, it sounds like to me, you've been on a discovery of self-education, uh, looking forward to digging deeper and deeper into that and, and the journey that you've been on. Um, you know, after college, you said you made it to Wall Street uh, or finance. Um, and is that when you moved to Manhattan? And yeah. to your point, you haven't left. Correct. That, that, that's correct. Yeah. Awesome. And and what about your time in Manhattan during COVID? What was that like for you? Well, that was actually some of the most opportunistic time of, of my life because it was at that time where I made a choice mm. to get to work. I saw a lot of people watching a lot of Netflix, doing a lot of day drinking. I was not interested mm. in that. And it was at that moment, and not to sound too deep, but that's when I realized that I was miserable 
having my own business, doing what I was doing. And it occurred to me that making money doesn't equal success. And so I put together my CLS brand and I used that time. And again, I shut down my office last March. I thought I had two weeks. That's what the news said. (laughs) Who knew? Um, But that was the most pivotal, important two weeks of my existence. Uh, and I got to work and I started CLS and the rest is history. And when you talk about personal development, was it during that time that you stepped into that space? Was there books that you read? Was there mentors that you got? Like, what does that look like? How did that lead to the, to yeah. the launching pad that's created CLS and this beautiful so, community that you have? Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you saying that. So see, so all the personal development stuff has have been going on for the last 10, 11 years. When I got to Wall Street simultaneously, I discovered NLP or neuro-linguistic programming or reprogramming your brain. And I was just fascinated by the fact that who we are is not necessarily a prerequisite of who we can become. We can change our thoughts. We could change what we associate pain and pleasure. We could change our perspective, for lack of better words. And I love this stuff, in case you couldn't tell with my passion. I was obsessed with personal development. I started to build my confidence. I started to understand that confidence is actually a skill that you can develop. You don't have to be born with it. I was able to improve myself with relationships, right? Because I used to be very shy and introvert. I was able to put myself out there. Um, And ultimately, I used NLP to do very well in business, in finance, and then launch another company, turn into an eight-figure juggernaut. I also used all this stuff to run a bunch of marathons. It wasn't until the pandemic when I realized that personal development wasn't only my passion, it was my purpose. And so I married all of that with my gift to communicate. And that's how I started CLS. Wow, that's incredible, by the way. What happened next after that? That's incredible. I don't want you to lose your rhythm right now. Oh, I'll never lose my rhythm, brother. You'll never lose me. I'm just getting warmed up Beautiful. tonight. Yeah. So, so when the pandemic happened, I knew I was meant for more. I wanted to put a dent in the universe, leave a mark on this world, leave a legacy that my kids, 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 kids could be proud of. And if I'm being honest, I was motivated by death in the beginning of the pandemic because I started to think, what if this was it for me? What if my funeral was in two weeks from now? I had some good friends some good family, but what kind of mark did I really leave on this planet? And the answer was, I didn't know. And so I wanted to do something bigger. I wanted to make an impact, help people. And so that's when it occurred to me, well, how do I gain clarity on what I want to do? And through NLP, I learned the strategy and I kind of modified it a bit to take my gift of communicating, my passion for personal development and marry the two. And so I started CLS. And from that point on, I said, okay, well, what does this look like? I said, if you're going to think, you might as well think big. That's one thing that I'm really good at is thinking big and not seeing limits where most people do. So I said, that looks like we are the apple of personal development, sleek, expensive, viewed by most as the top of the market, right? I said, okay, great. What does that look like in a human form? Well, looks a little bit like Tony Robbins, right? But I want to be bigger than Tony. No disrespect, not an ego thing. I wanted to make even bigger of an impact. I know people probably looking at me like I'm out of my mind right now. No, no, stay in there, brother. Yep. Say I'm a platinum partner of Tony and I really appreciate what you're saying right now. Yeah. You got to be out of your mind, right? If you want to do something extraordinary. So Tony is the benchmark. He's the godfather of personal development. I said, I want to have the biggest podcast on the planet. That's one lane of the 10 lane highway. I want to be the most sought after keynote speaker, free speaking in front of Wembley Stadium, 100,000 strong, masterminds, coaching, uh, all of it. I, I want to do my membership and so forth and said that that all sounds great. How do we reverse engineer that and actually get to step one, right? Because mm. everyone talks about doing all these things, but how? But what was the first step? So I reverse engineered it and I started Let's put out a video, tell the world what we're about to do. Let's make the world hold us accountable. My name is Craig Siegel. I'm starting my brand, Cultivate Lasting Symphony, or CLS, a play on my initials as well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be using all the tools I've cultivated over the last 10 years of personal development and providing content to help people and eventually start coaching. So I started putting out videos. I used to call my little mixtapes, me like this on an iPhone, just doing rants, but tangible tools, like what you can do to get rid of limiting beliefs and so forth. And I started creating that Hollywood hype. At some point, a couple months later, it was time to launch my first program, sold out, sold out everything else I've I've ever done since. 
We have one of the top five business podcasts on planet Earth right now. Incredible. World's biggest A-list celebrities who don't typically do interviews. We just had Rob Deerdeck on, Suzanne Summers, a, a lot of juggernauts talking about mindset, getting deep. And obviously the coaching, the keynote, and, and it's all really happening. It's been a meteoric rise. I'm super humble and grateful for it all. But that's essentially the steps that I took to get to where we are right now today. Well, listen, I'm grateful that you're here on the show. And if I if I could just give a, uh, a quick two, three minute background on how this show first started, which was during COVID, I always want to honor Source. It's been something that is always dear to me because as we've grown in our scale, it's always important to remember where we came from. So the business that myself and David are in, it's it's the you know the financial services. We've created our own independent shop, uh, but we solved and we asked one important question. How can we scale and how can we bring enough people to come in through the front door that want to sit down with our advisors and to be able to learn about money because there's in my business everybody understands uh how to diversify a portfolio it's basically a software program i'm not a fiduciary but we have cfps and fiduciaries down the hall people also want to be able to know if you talk to an advisor what does it look like uh when it comes to planning two advisors can tell that to each other but if they're not talking to people all day long getting reps it doesn't even matter so one of the things that we did, um, one plus one equals a trillion dollars. We merged ecosystems with powerhouses that we met through my story, through the Tony Robbins ecosystem. One of them was a gentleman, Chris Crone, who uh, has about 700,000 YouTube subscribers. He is a top 20 YouTube sensation. And the other one is a gentleman by the name of Sean Callagy, who uh, Tony Robbins himself calls him his personal coach, says he loves him. And Sean has created his own peak performance coaching program called Unblinded. Once we met those guys and created, to your point, an online presence, we have done over 380 YouTube videos and over 2,000 videos across all channels. We've gone from eight to 800 new sales meetings a month and climbing. And I can't take credit for any of it other than I asked the right question, uh, put the right people around me, and I stopped being the smartest person in the room. For anyone that's out there listening, once you're not the smartest person in the room and you're surrounded by models like Craig, who's been there, done that, you want to match a mirror plus one. And then if you do that, and if you're trained by the best, you have no choice but to really, really excel pretty fast. And I wanted to throw that out there, give give honor, love, and respect to Sean and to Chris Crone. I want to thank you, Craig, so much, brother. This is awesome. I love purpose. I love why. I love outcome. I love all the stuff that you're talking about. I love that your people love you so much. Uh, what I'm going to do is turn it over to my partner, David, but I just wanted to jump in and spend as much quality time as I can with you somehow, maybe uh, get something into your nervous system about me, Rob Gill, and eventually have a private conversation after this. But I hear nothing but great things about you both spending time with you right now and, and what my people behind the camera tell me. I like that, brother. And it's great to connect to you as well. Yeah. Talk to you, brother. Rob, thank you, brother. Yeah. Appreciate your time. So, Craig, let's dig a little bit deeper here, my friend. So tell me a little bit about what you did on Wall Street. I was in finance, stocks, stuff like that. Uh, it was fun until it wasn't. And what I mean, yeah. by, what I mean by that is, you know, it's nice to make a lot of money and stuff like that. But with the market, there's too much unpredictability. And it's like, yeah. you lose your soul and like, you can't sleep at night. It's no way to live, in my opinion. Yeah. And so I pivoted from that. And I started a new business from the ground up. And basically, we sold money. We provided capital to, to businesses across the country. Higher wow. interest. It was stress-free, but, yep. but it was zero stimulation, if I'm being honest. Yeah. So, yeah. Even though I was making money, I, I, I was waking up every day and it felt like I was going to a job. And, yeah. and just now I just got triggered just now, just thinking about like, like a year and a half ago, I used to wake up every day and go to a job. And I'm so grateful to where I am now speaking to you, the CLS audience on this call. Like, I love this stuff. So, you know, look, I'm very, I was very grateful to be a business owner and so forth, but I, it didn't do anything for me. And yeah. so, and the irony is right. Is, once you actually find alignment and you start doing what sets your soul on fire, which is what I'm doing right now, and you're actually good at it, the money comes. Yeah, I ended up yep. making more doing this than I made on Wall Street that I sold my business. Sure, so it, it's just ironic and, and it's funny. But to circle back, I, I did different things in finance on Wall Street. It's just ultimately, it's not how I want to live the next 50 years of my life. And do you still have ownership at all in that other organization, the lending organization, or did you walk away from that completely? Yeah, I do. Uh, you still do. You still do. Yeah. Well, I would imagine a part, a part of that could overlay into coaching. Are you coaching the individual business owners as well? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Excellent. Excellent. So, you know, the passion runs out, right? COVID come, come, comes around. 
Um, had you been mapping out COS um, for a period of time prior to actually launching it? Tell me what that looked like. So that's a phenomenal question. And this is so important for everybody listening to this, yep. right? Because you see the meteoric rise. The answer is no, I did not map out CLS. I was so caught up in the rat race and I take full accountability for that. I should have taken a minute to reassess, but I didn't because I was a business owner. I live in Manhattan. If you're not going 300 miles an hour, you're getting run over. I was so in it, right? That I didn't think about anything. I just knew that something wasn't right. And so yeah. what I was doing was I took all this energy and passion and I started channeling it to running and I, and I have addictive personality. So I ran four marathons in 2019. Wow. I was going to be a professional runner, yeah. but, but it, for me, it was an outlet. It was an opportunity to step into an arena and be a gladiator and test myself. And I, and I loved it. And I just ran the New York city marathon two weeks ago. So congratulations, running, bro. Thank you, brother. Running will always be a part of me. I'm so grateful that I picked it up. It's such a metaphor for life for anyone listening. If you're physically able to get out there, you should run because you're not really as tired as you think. It's the perception of effort in your head. You could change that just like you can in life. Circling back for a second. There was no CLS concept. I love personal development and I always love to inspire people. But until I shut down my office last March, 2020, and I had a sense of urgency because I knew I did not want to go back. Yep. I need to figure something out soon and now. And that's when it occurred to me, what are my gifts communicating and inspiring? And what do I absolutely love that I would do for free? Personal development. And, and so I married the two. But I think that's so important. I don't think I've ever really been asked that. There was no thought out plan, this big, like, gigantic plan thought out with CLS. I put myself in that frequency. I did the exercise. What am I good at? And what do I love? And I hit the ground running. And a lot can change in a short time if you put yourself in that frequency. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, because they say goal without a plan is a wish, right? So you didn't. So, but when you moved into it, right, what were the micro distinctional action steps that you took in the first six months to really kind of launch the brand? What did that look like? Well, like I was saying before, literally, like I started putting out content. I, yeah. I made a welcome video. So the world saw what I was doing. So it wouldn't be weird if I just started putting out content, right? I right. literally sat here in, in a cute purple button down. I said, for those of you who don't know <laughs> me, my name is Craig Siegel. This is who I am. This is what I've been through. And this is what I'm going to start doing. And then I started putting out content. I, I started a Facebook group, which I think is overlooked these days. Mm. And, and I started inviting people to the group. And that was like my little community. Joe Alice, you remember with those and fell in love with the videos. So I started building a community inside a Facebook group, right? And I was engaging with everyone. And, and if you ask me, people often ask, what's the secret to explode a personal brand? Because no one really knows and no one wants to tell you this. The most important thing is your community. Mm. Nurture them, take care of them, go the extra step. Yes. They comment, comment back. Because if you grow your community, they'll go with you wherever you go. You'll never go, you can always launch something and then they'll start telling people. But on the flip side, right? If you have the best product, the best program, the best content, but there's no one there to see it, right? Then you're not sharing your gifts with the world. So the bottom line is, is grow your community. Circling back again, I started to build a Facebook group. I started to build a community. People on, on Instagram, and LinkedIn and, and Facebook personal were seeing my content and they were digging it. You know, they could see that I was real and authentic. This is yeah. who I am for the first time in my life. These are my cards are on the table. I'm Craig Siegel. You know, I'm not perfect, but this is what I do know. And I was putting out videos and content and, and so forth. And it started to catch fire. Yeah. Yeah. Let me shoot you a little bit of shine, brother, because the chat is blowing up right now. Blowing I up. mean, blowing the F up right now. I absolutely love it, man. You know, I mean, you see Chef roll. Marshall saying it's an like honor it. to be part of CLS. No doubt. Absolutely, man. You know, and, and that's a testament. That's a testament to integrity, brother. You know, my, my partner would always say, hey, listen, if we're going to have a picnic, you can bring food. Other people bring cheese. I'm bringing integrity. Right. You know, so I, it's obvious that you approach your 
tribe, your business, your mastery, everything that you do with a high, high level of integrity, which I just, I absolutely love. We are Infinity X given stages and microphones to human excellence. If you have a question, by the way, for Mr. Craig Siegel, please put it in the chat. We will absolutely get to it. But so Craig, let me ask you a question. Um, you know, obviously you launched a business, a brand spanking new business, right at the height, right, right when COVID was really like kind of the tidal wave was really, really coming. Um, <clears throat> what were some of the, what were some of the, uh, I'm not going to call it economic struggle necessarily, but what were some of the stumbling blocks that you experienced in the first, let's say six to 12 months of growth on CLS and, and what did you do to pivot around it? And also that third part to that question is what would you have done differently? So this isn't going to be the sexiest answer, but I'm going to be transparent and honest with you, just like I am every day of my life. Yeah. I didn't have that much turbulence because every single thing I did was very strategic and I, and I pay attention. I see what people are doing on social media. I see what I like and I see what I don't like. And I see what fits for me and, and the brand and the core message that I'm putting out there. And, yeah. and like I said earlier, like everything was by design. Every single thing I do is strategic. Every single post I make, if I'm posting about my, my adorable one-year-old nephew, the cap, it's yes. strategic. If I'm wearing a certain outfit, it's strategic. A certain collaborate, everything I do is, is strategic and so forth. And so I'm very humble to say that everything has worked. It's not to say that it went up in a straight line, you know, obviously yeah. like it's not yeah. like that, but like we were, if, if CLS was a stock from day one, it was going like this. Because I yep. put in the effort and I'm committed. I'm not just interested, I'm committed. And let me explain. Even in the beginning days when there weren't like huge developments, I was still adding people to my Facebook group. I would go in the Tony Robbins groups, right? Or lookalike audiences. Yes. And I would engage with like-minded individuals. And I would form connections. And I would bring them to my community. And then I would, I would engage with them. And they liked what I had going on. I was at least doing that every single yep. day. There's no excuses to not be able to do that. And so yep. I was constantly building and building and building and collaborating. I think that's overlooked as too, the power of collaboration, right? Like even yes. you and I right now, we're collaborating, right? I brought my, my army with me and now all these people know you. So now you have new yep. followers and stuff and it's a beautiful thing. I'm happy to share you. I respect you. I love that. And, and vice versa, right? I'm sure there's some people in here that didn't know me. So the power of collaboration is huge. So if, if I had to do anything different, to be honest with you, I'm still figuring a lot of this stuff out. I, I love the way we've done it. It's raw. It, it's different. It's unique. Um, yeah. So far, I, I, like when, when the book is, is written and we look back, I, I, don't, I wouldn't have done. I get very humbly. I, I wouldn't have changed anything that brought us to this moment right now. That's incredible. That's incredible. When did you identify? Because you've been a you've been a business owner, right? Had a at a really really high level as a business owner, you recognize that you can't do it all yourself, right? You can't be owner operator, the you know butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. You have to scale and you have to replicate yourself, right? So when did you get to the point where you needed to ex? Um, I, I'm not going to say export, but outsource some of the day in and day out responsibilities of running such a successful organization like the one you have. Yeah, and that's a that's a challenging one for me because I have one of those Wall Street A type personalities. Yeah. You want to yep. do everything right. Yep. You want to make sure every single T is crossed, I is dotted. But the reality is, is if you're thinking big and you want to scale something, you need support. You need help. You need to be able to trust the team. You need to be able to delegate. So, right from the beginning, I had my partner in crime, Jessica, with me, who's on this call right now. Hey, Jessica, she, what's up? Good to see you. Might, She's my executive assistant, but in reality, she's uh, so much more. Um, you know, she's as CLS as I am. And, you know, she bought into the vision. And then from there, sooner than later, we brought on Alexandra, who's on this call as well. Alexandra Spire, I want to give a shout out to as well. Um, she bought into vision and I love both these ladies. I would do anything for them and they would do anything for CLS and and the one cool thing that we all believe is that CLS and the impact it's making on this planet 
is bigger than any of us individually, right? So like if something happened to me, I would want CLS to go on. Like for example, like when you think of Batman, you think of the bat signal over Gotham City. What does that really <laughs> yes, represent? Yes. It represents that Gotham City has protection from the villains, yes. right? From the Joker, from the Riddler, from the Penguin. So that's what I want CLS to be. It's bigger than me, so forth. And so to answer your question, I bought in pretty early on to, to having someone with me that saw the vision and straight up, it makes it more fun to have people that you trust, that you love doing life with on your squad. And, and so my advice to be, to, to for anyone else out here that's looking to hire and so forth, hire pretty early on in the process. But of course, hire the right people, quality over quantity. Obviously, you have to be able to afford it and so forth. But at the same time, like time is money, right? So if, if I have to, if I get to allocate a little bit of, you know, to pay someone to help out with certain things so that I could stay in my zone of genius and, and do my thing. I don't have to do like maybe some admin work that works out better for everybody all around. So hiring and, and delegating is something that's very important to scale uh, a brand hundred percent. Yep. Hi, absolutely. Hire slow, fire fast, right? Be intentional with everything that you do. Shout out to Jessica and who's the, I'm sorry. It was Jessica and Alexandra. Alexandra. What's up, Alexandra? How you doing? Shout out to the squad out there. Shout out to CLS. So we are Infinity X uh, folks. And, and, you know, every week we pursue human excellence. We have it right smack in front of us here with Craig. So Craig, let me ask you another question. As an entrepreneur personally, right, as I'm building out my own brand or I'm looking to build out my own brand, take me into the experience. If I were to, you know, have an intake conversation and or become a client of CLS and receive coaching from Craig. What's your intake process? What does that look like? And what can I expect? And what would you, what would you get out of me? So like if you were a one-on-one, -on -one, which is a little more intimate, you mean? Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah. On the, more on more on the intimate front. Yeah. A little bit of onboarding, right? Find out exactly where you're at right now yep. at this yep. season of your life. What are your goals? Where do you want to be once we get everything going and we yeah. remove those limiting beliefs Speaking yep. of limiting beliefs, what are your limiting beliefs right now? What's holding you back from having success in different areas? Let's really get on the same page from the beginning so that we can kind of meet each other at the middle and find out what works best. Because let's be honest, in really anything, but specifically personal development, like it, everybody's different, right? Everyone has a different dance going on. Everyone's got real life stuff and issues or, or good things happening in different areas. It, it's not it's a case by case, right? It's not one size fits all, so to speak. So really like to get deep and kind of see where we're at. But then most importantly, where are we going with this and where do we want to be? And let's start taking the strategies to get there. And everybody buys in. And that's why there's the testimonials are through the roof and everybody's having so much success. I'm so proud of that. I love it. I love it. You know, during COVID, um, we saw, as Rob mentioned before, we saw a massive uptick in our sales appointments, right? We went from when we merged ecosystems with specific, uh, you know, people in specific verticals, like Rob was mentioning before, we went from, uh, you know, about six to 10 really qualified sales meetings on a month over month basis to this coming month, we might knock on the door of a thousand sales meetings, right? And that was as a result of, uh, of you know, having the proximity to, to people that were good avatars for the scope of work that we did, right? One of the areas that we see a lot of info at Epic is in individuals who are looking to build out um, that, you know, they're looking to fulfill their entrepreneurial spirit, right? And specifically, they're looking to get into real estate investment, right? Um, and, and we saw a big in inflow of that. But I think, you know, just through the conversations, I found that it was as a result of that pain factor of what transpired during COVID, right? Where people were looking and, re and, and evaluating their world and saying, you know, there's got to be something different. You know, I mean, I can't, I, I'm tired of my nine to five. I'm not finding financial freedom. I'm not finding impact in my world. I'm not finding happiness. This is not what I want. And decided to approach and pursue a different path. Um, was that your experience? Are you still continuing to see that experience with new people that you're working with? And, and how do you coach those folks who are just really kind of stepping into that entrepreneurial world? 
Yeah, great questions. And I just want to take a second to just acknowledge all the CLS members on this call right now. I Absolutely. love you guys with all my heart. You will get my everything every single day. CLS is nothing without you guys. I will be supporting you and protecting you till my last breath. I love you guys. That being said, uh, look, for a lot of people want to do entrepreneurial stuff, right? It's like a trendy thing now, especially since the pandemic, like you attested to. Everybody wants, you know, has an idea and they want to pivot and leave their nine to five and all that stuff. Um, but it takes strategies, it takes a commitment. And a lot of things that I see is that people don't want to like leave the nine to five, but they have this big idea and they want to be on social media and build yeah. a brand. And I always say this, and look, the truth hurts, but you can't get to second base with your foot still on first. Let me, let me dive deeper, right? Yep. It's funny because I just made one of my, my cute little mixtape videos like this today. And I was going to post it this week, but let me just give it to you right now. Sure. If you're in a relationship, right? If you have a partner and you're in a relationship and you're half in that relationship and you're half single, where is that relationship going to go? I'll tell you, spoiler, it's going to go nowhere fast nowhere. because yep. you're not present, right? And, and you're not respecting and you're not really committed and you're not in it. So for those people that want to, build a brand or do something epic and, and really put a dent in the universe. Like you can't be wasting any time, energy, or effort on something else that's occupying a lot of your energy because you're not going to be able to use that productive energy for what needs to happen to really explode this thing. So you got to go all in. It, it, it is what it is. But if you really want it bad enough, we will make it work, but you cannot be half in, you know, what we call being half in and mm -hmm. I didn't make this up, but Vietnam, right? Yeah. So yeah. That's an expression. You got to be all in. Yeah. You know, we are infinity X. Um, and if, again, if you have a question for Craig, please put it in the chat. Chat continues to blow up. You know, we got uh, run to second and get to work son who did that was Brittany right there. I like that. Dante, Shout out Jamal, to Brittany. That was excellent. Everybody's outside. This is great. So, so Craig, you know, you know, when, whenever we're having conversations with, with, with clients, you know, uh, we want to know five, you know, we essentially want to know where they're from, where they're at, where they're going, what's working and what are the challenges, right? Where, if you look at, as you scale upward, you mentioned Wembley stadium, right? Speaking on bigger stages and bigger microphones, right? What does the next five years look like? Yeah. So look, let me just be completely transparent with you, right? Yeah. I'm still figuring some things out. I don't have all the answers. That's just me being humble and being honest. Yeah. But where does the next five years look like in my head right now? I can tell you this. And I'll drop a bombshell right now. CLS is going to be putting on their first ever live events in the first yes. quarter of 2022. And that's going to be spearheaded yes. by two badass ladies on this call. Alexandra and Alyssa, who are going to be helping out with that. So I want to give them a shout out right there. We're going to be putting Incredible. out. So yeah, shout out to them. So for example, instead of me being like a keynote speaker, we, we just spoke last week at Fiverr, which was a great opportunity. It's a $7 billion company. People should check them out. They're great. It's like the new Upwork, so to speak. That was great. And being a keynote speaker is awesome. But to be able to put on our own CLS events and with our network, I mean, some of the people we've collaborated with on the podcast, like some of the world's biggest celebrities to get to bring them all together to these speaking events to just provide so much value to yes. the world. And obviously I'll speak at that too, but and I'll even give you the name. It's going to be called the CLS Transformational Opera. It's going to be like something the world has never seen. A rock concert mixed with personal development. It's going to be fantastic. So we're looking forward to get that going in the beginning of 2022. Obviously more coaching. I'm what I'm most excited about right now today is my CLS membership, which I just launched back. It, it's extremely inexpensive, you know, to mm. the real world, it's only $49 a month, but it's the most beautiful thing ever. And, and the 25 people on this call right now are from the CLS membership. We have weekly calls like this. We do coaching, getting rid of living beliefs, law of attraction, building a brand, all that. We bring in guest speakers that you typically have to pay 25 grand for. We bring them in for free. People get access to them to ask them questions and so forth. But the most important thing, my favorite part about it is we have a private group and chat. This chat is lit. I don't know another way to describe it. It's a family. I mean, someone posts something on social media, 120 people attack it with love, support, engagement. Like 
It's just the most special thing ever. It's just something that I haven't ever seen before. That's why I created it. Like I've been in other masterminds and groups. It's not like that. Some are for networking, which is great, or some are for coaching, but it's ever both, right? Like we do the coaching, we do the gems, get speakers, and I promote people promoting. I want people to become each other's uh, clients and, and form relationships and so, and so forth. But it's just a vibe. It's so selfless. Everybody legitimately wants to see everybody fly in there. So right now I'm building the CLS membership. We just launched it three months ago. We have 120 people on it. I think you should be in there as well. That's dope. Uh, Let's it, go. It, it's so much fun, brother. I'll send you the link. And, and also like just being in other rooms like that, right? Like for example, for you, yep. just being in another room where 120 people that are supportive get to see your podcast, yep. get that value from you. You get to make more of an impact, but also now you have all these other people that are interested in what you're doing. It's just a win-win for everybody. And that's what's all about. That's what I'm most excited about right now, building out the membership, obviously the coaching, the speaking. At some point sooner than later, I'll have the book, especially with my last marathon story when I had a two in my foot uh, and just building out, doing the events, all of the things. And we got some big surprises to come. For example, our mutual friend, Dave Meltzer, him and I have a weekly show on Instagram called The Paradigm Ship, which just got greenlit for a major network, which means it's going to be on television. Um, just a lot of surprises to come, brother. That's unbelievable. And by the way, where's that live event going to be? That I don't know yet. Haven't identified the event. Is it going to be in the Northeast, you think? Or To be honest with you, this is just an idea that, that was just born, uh, like for real. Like we're going to start yep. working on it right now. Um I know that Alyssa and Alex have some great ideas in regards to that. I'm not sure yet, to be honest with you. I would love to co-create and be part of that too, man. That sounds outstanding, brother. Consider it done. Hey, man, listen, we are Infinity X. Replay of this is going to be available. We are InfinityX.com. And um, Craig, I have a, uh, your link tree is unbelievably impressive on Instagram, right? You got 105,000 followers, right? It's You go in there, and it's about 17 pages long, right? So you got so many different things <laughs> happening there, bro, which I love, right? Um, what social media platform do you see being the largest upward, you know, the largest vertical for CLS moving forward. And also, you know, I mean, there's that you mentioned it before, you can't just post and pray, right? You're you have to have a strategy as it pertains to each individual social platform. What are the ones that you focus on? And what are the ones that you see have the largest upside? The ones that I'm focused on the most right now are Instagram and Facebook. Okay. And Facebook is like could be in some people's eyes a little outdated. But I love it, especially because we have the membership private group and chat, which is so special. Instagram is, is an obvious one because it's cool. It's enabled me an opportunity to collaborate and become really good friends. Some of the world's biggest celebrities like Rob Deerdeck from MTV, yep. Beth Hamilton from Soul Surfer and Suzanne Summers. And Alicia Silverstone on there. I saw that. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Instagram is a great deal with that. From what I yep. understand, TikTok is a gold mine. I don't have any experience with it yet. That's going to begin in 2022. I'm going to allocate some, some serious time and energy to that platform. But yep. let me be straight up with you. I'm not a tech guy. I, I'm not 100% sure. I know it works for certain right now is Instagram and Facebook. I'm not even familiar with, with a lot of the other ones, but I know TikTok is huge right now. I'm looking forward to tapping into that a bit. Yeah, Craig, I got to tell you, TikTok is a big vertical for us, right? Um, Rob has moved up to about 37,000 followers in less than six months, right? And we get about 100 sales meetings um, a month or requests for appointments per month from TikTok. It really is, depending on your audience, it really is a, a big time growth vertical. I've, did, you ever, um, did you ever move into the clubhouse space? So I dabbled a little bit in the pandemic yeah. when I thought it was such a good idea. Yeah. And it was actually very productive. I just, me personally, I, I can't be on Clubhouse all day long. And, right. and talk, talk. I got stuff to do. Like I'm building an empire over here. So I, I just can't do it. But <laughs> I do see the value in it. And it has been productive the times I've used it. It's just, you know, it's a little time consuming. Sure. Yeah. No, you listen, you could get lost and beyond that thing all day long. I know when during pandemic, we were doing quite a bit with it as well. It's just has kind of moved away from, you know, from from our focal points. What about YouTube? What do you see on YouTube? What do you see as the progression for YouTube? I think we have the most undervalued YouTube channel on planet Earth. It, it's <laughs> so much fun. It, it's beautifully <laughs> fun. And also it has all of our videos and content. A lot of the podcasts that we do it has the video version and so forth. 
So I think our YouTube channel is awesome. I just haven't really promoted or, or hyped it a lot. Uh, obviously, yep. the doc and CLSers watch stuff on there and so forth. But I think YouTube is great. You know, it, it's a cool platform. I, I use it personally. Uh, and also, it's good for us because a lot of the stuff we do is video. So it helps organize it and so forth. But and I see a lot of opportunity potential there. It's just if I, if I could circle back, my, my main specifically, my priorities right now today, if you're asking me this season, is Instagram yep. and Facebook. But I, but I see a lot of potential and opportunity, obviously, in YouTube. I think it's the yep. biggest search engine on the planet. I think it's it's either tied or, or surpassed Google. It, it, it has. And also the shorts now. Shorts are very, have become real, real big on that. Um, do you find um, with with Instagram, is it more reels focus? Is it stories like where, where do you see the highest? Where do you see the highest hit rates? Um, to be honest with you, everything I do is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I say that very humbly. And also there's a new feature on Instagram. Um, that my client and family member Alyssa told me about who's on this call right now. I want to give her acknowledgement. She told me, and I used it where you can now collaborate with someone when you post like an IGTV. So for example, I did a podcast um, with Tracy Tudor, the star of Million Dollar Listing. Uh, and I was able to collaborate with her and she accepted, of course. And now that post is in her feed. It's a video of her and I, you know, chatting a little bit on the podcast. Yep. So I got 20,000 views in two seconds from all her fans and so forth. So that was pretty cool. Uh, the reels are cool. They're trendy right now. You know, there's a whole section and it's good for the algorithm. So I, I like to do the reels also. I did yep. one that went viral a couple of weeks back when I, when I was just walking and, and doing one of my little rants at the expo for the marathon. Um, everything about Instagram is pretty cool, to be honest with you. I, I know a lot of people have been complaining lately, like the algorithms are, are screwing up their things, but say this very humbly, I haven't had any problems. The engagement is getting better and better and better. Excellent. We are Infinity X stage and microphone to human excellence. We have Craig Siegel joining us. Um, Craig, you, you, you obviously are a master in the self-mastery space, right? And you mentioned the book. Um, what are some self-mastery books and or books in general that have had a huge impact on your life? Are you a big reader? Huge. I read a book a week. I, tell I me more. That. Yeah. What was that? I said, tell me more. I love, I love hearing what, uh, I love hearing what human excellence likes to read. I'm, I'm always fascinated yeah. by it. So in a nutshell, I love to learn. I just love it. I can't get enough of it. Like the only time I, I set myself back in life is if I go a day without sharpening the ax, as I like to say, AKA reading and learning. But the, the good news is, is That'll never happen for the rest of my life because now I dedicated my life to personal development. So yeah. it's part of the job, right? Yeah. So, you know, this is never, I'll never call this a job because I love this stuff. Uh, and just to be clear, if I had a billion dollars in the bank right now, which I don't yet, I'd still be doing exactly what I'm doing right now, specifically having this conversation with you. That's how much I love this stuff. So I love to learn, brother. I love this. I love the fact that you could dive into a book. You could change your perception. I love the fact that I figured out that I can run the New York City Marathon with no physical training after a tumor in my foot and surgery by diving oh. deep into quantum. Woo, you, wait, a tumor in your foot and surgery right That's after right. that, and you ran the New York City Marathon. Shout out to Craig Siegel. That is unbelievable. Congratulations on that. That's amazing. Thank you, brother. Sorry to I, cut you off, but I just had to recognize no, that. No, that's cool. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I was at a big speaking engagement, playing football on the beach with the boys. Meltzer was there. Um, and I got injured and I came home. Doctor said I had a sprained ligament, gave me a boot, came back a week later and said, I have a different intuition. I'd like to get an MRI. They said, okay, mm. call me back a week later. Um, Craig, please come in. I said, actually, I can't, I'm a little busy. What you got? Uh, and they said, actually, the ligament looks good. I go, okay. The, the, but we found a tumor on the bottom of your foot, shook me up straight up, allowed myself yep. a 12 hour pity party. No one wants to hear that word tumor. Um, and then the next day it was strategy and tactics. I saw the best doctors Manhattan had to offer, made my decision, who I felt most comfortable and aligned to, got the surgery, tumor came back benign, thank God. Uh, crutches, thank God. stitches, a little bit of um, a setback with my Achilles. So I, I came point where the New York City Marathon was coming. I wanted an opportunity to do it, not for me, but I did it to inspire my pops, who's currently battling cancer. I wanted to inspire him. And I said, the only way I would do it is if I could do it for a good cause. And I was able to get in last minute to raise money for the charity, American Cancer Society. So did it for that. Amazing. Um, thank you, brother. And during the last six weeks, I didn't have the opportunity to do physical training. 
So that's when I dove deep into this quantum stuff, something that, let me be honest, I have been skeptical about for the last year because I was always an NLP guy, mindset. This whole quantum and energy and abundant, it was always a little weird to me. I bought <laughs> in and let me tell you, real life manifestations started to come to fruition. And I got to a place where I was in such a, a frequency and I'm going to start posting some content of me before the marathon, just my vibe and my mindset. And people will see it's so Zen and relaxed. Like people yeah. are like, dude, why do you want, you're going to run this thing? Like you sure no training. What are your expectations? You think you'll be able to finish? I didn't give any predictions. I just said, I'm, I'm doing it for a different reason. Sure enough, I ran the fastest ever ran in my life, a PR of 339, which I'm really proud about. Wow. because man, I, Yeah, I saw that. 339 is good for anyone in any situation. Sure. Yeah. Most people would like to just break four. Some people just want to break five hours. So I was able to do that. And and I did it with this and this part. And, uh, you know, and I came to the realization that I am a spirit and a soul having a human experience. This body right here that's speaking, looks like I'm speaking to you. It's just a vessel. It just inhabits my soul and my spirit. And once I realized that I am an energy, we're all energy. And I was able to channel that to the quantum, have the universe work for me. I was just super confident and it paid, it worked. And so when we go back to speaking about the book, like I, I never started my book. And, I, and the reason why is because I never really like got inspired. Like I didn't know what story to tell. Like the CLS stuff is pretty new. But after the marathon, I was like, yes, we're going to talk about that in the book. Uh, and so this stuff is just all so cool. And to go back to the original question, I love to read brother every single day. I'm taking notes. I'm adding content so that when we do the CLS membership or my one-on-one clients, I have more wisdom, more nuggets, more gems, more knowledge. It's not on repeat. I bring new stuff to the table every single time. That's why I'm collaborating with all these celebrities and juggernauts. So I could find out more. I want more stuff. I love this stuff. A couple of books off the top of my head that I love the power of positive thinking, this one's a little controversial, but I love it. The 48 laws of power. Uh, mm. and, and right now I'm just really big on the secret uh, manifestations and all that stuff. Uh, and then also a guy I've become really good friends with recently. Who's been on my podcast a couple of times. You probably know him, John Asaroff. I recently read oh, his yeah. having it all John Asaroff. It's, it's also like quantum stuff and stuff like that. So I'm really big into that right now. And look, you can ask anyone and I'm sure you'd agree depending upon what season you're on in life. And, and if you read the same book at different times, depending upon where you are, you'll have a completely different experience. Absolutely. So right now, yep. Yeah. Right now I'm all about the energy and the, the quantum and the manifestation stuff. And this is some pretty deep stuff. So let's get it. Let's dive a little bit deeper into the marathon for a second. Right. Because like anybody would like to do three thirty nine. shoot. I look at it and say, anybody would like to finish, right. Even just finishing the New York city marathon is a miraculous um, victory, right? Was there a point at any point when you were going through that, where you were experiencing a limiting belief? Hey, can I really, can I really get through this? Can I really, and, and it might not have been this most recent marathon, but maybe it just in general, was there a spot where, you know, you, could I get through this? Can I really do this? And what did you do to overcome that? Great question, brother. I appreciate it. It's raw and, and it's real. And, and here's the thing coming into this marathon, like most people, unfortunately, are are negative and and they receive a lot of negative thoughts over the course of the day that I didn't make that up. That's just science, right? So the most effective people are people that understand how to block out that interference, right? And and they understand that they can implement positive thoughts, which, you know, change your beliefs, change your habits, your results. So even just speaking to, let me just be honest, like speaking to my family, they were pessimistic about the decision for me to run the marathon and, and stuff like that. But ultimately for me, I just got so deep into this quantum stuff and, and, and believing and I'm a spirit and a soul. And, uh, you know, my, my, my relationship with God continues to strengthen every single day mm. and I speak to him. And it sounds a little weird, but no, not at all. For, yeah, that, that's probably the most I've ever talked about stuff like that right here, right now. Like I hear, we speak and and like, uh, look, going into this marathon, I was as tranquil Zen, like I've ever been in my entire life for anything. I have respected the fact that the marathon is badass and it will humble you. Mm -hmm. Uh, It'll build Mm -hmm. character, 
but I treated it like I was a gladiator stepping into his arena. And I'm excited about the opportunity. It was more about gratitude. I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I can't control everything. I'm just grateful to have a crack at this thing. I just had surgery. There was a tumor in my foot. It was an uncomfortable couple of months. You know, um, I was just really grateful to get the start line. And, and I had a feeling and intuition that we were going to do something really special. Um, so no, not this time around. But my first marathon that I ran back in 2019, uh, you know, when you're training for a marathon, the thing is, is you never run past 20 miles. You do that for the first time the day of 26.2. And so, you know, that one, like, yeah, like, let's finish, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, and you get some limiting beliefs, but you know, nowadays we, we know how to handle those. Those are just thoughts. You like an intruder in your house, get the hell out. And you, yeah. Play, you, know, yep. you put empowering thoughts. Like you're going to finish. You're going to do great. Uh, those will change your beliefs, will change your habits. So you start running faster and you don't let the, the voice in your head get to you and so forth. And so I won't have those anymore. And if I do, I know how to handle them. But for, for the first one I ran, sure. There, there was a question of, you know, I just started running. This is yeah. a little unrealistic, uh, but that, that didn't happen this time around. We are Infinity X. This is Craig Siegel. Craig, you are a beast. I absolutely love what you are doing, brother. And I got to, you know, I want to go to, I just want to go a little bit deeper because I know that you'll have a very, very strong opinion about what I'm about to ask. So, you know, for, I would say longer than I gave credit to it up until I would say about two to three years ago, really when I formulated my partnership with my partner, Rob, one of my biggest limiting beliefs that I now recognize personally is the lack of belief of deserving of success, right? I think, I, I, know, I, I know for me personally, whenever I would experience periods of success, I was waiting for the shoe to drop. You know what I mean? Like, do I deserve the level of success that I'm receiving? Um, am I good enough to be experiencing this level of success? And it wasn't until I, you know, I got mentoring, I got coaching, and I was able to overcome that belief that I deserved the success that I was experiencing, that I, my trajectory really kind of took off. When you're, when you're coaching people, when people have the limiting belief of fear of success, right, or I don't deserve it, how do you get them to pivot around that and accelerate? A lot of people have that fear for some reason. It's a little weird. So I'm really glad that you brought that up because it's a very important topic. A lot of people feel unworthy, yeah. right? Unworthy of success. Um, and, and it's unfortunate. I'm not 100% sure why. Some people fear success more than they fear failure, which I think is weird. Um, yeah. but, but it exists. So I have to respect and acknowledge it. Why not you? It comes back to my three favorite words, right? Why not you? Why don't you deserve success? Why don't you deserve to live the life you desire? Why don't you deserve to be abundant and live in abundance in all areas, relationships, business, wealth, health, fitness, everything? Why do we have to have a scarcity mindset? That's just a belief that we have cultivated over time that we don't deserve success. Here's the kicker. We were not born with a belief that we're not worthy. We cultivated it over time. Now, that might be through society, through TV, propaganda, friends, community, whatever the case may be. Somewhere along the lines, we develop a belief that we're not worthy of success. And just as easy as we become aware that we cultivated that belief, we can now change it by changing our thoughts that we're feeding ourselves, right? Because thoughts are random, thinking is not. So when we're strategic about the thoughts that we're putting in there, now all of a sudden we're choosing empowering ones that we are worthy. I am abundant, even mantras. I know this is a cliche, but I'm a money magnet. Money flows to me effortlessly and abundantly, right? And starting to really believe this stuff, not just think it, but feel it, that you yeah. deserve the abundance. When you start to expect to be receiving, right? I'm expecting to finish this marathon and kick ass, uh, so to speak, or get a hundred people in the membership within the first two months. And so, and just do things like you're putting the intention out there, right? So you start mm -hmm. to, and that's an electrical signal to the universe. And, sure. And Living intentionally, well, right? Yeah, absolutely. And if you, if you put out a, like a negative intention, right? Then all the universe hears that too. It's a mirror. So then you'll get 
crappy results and non-worthy results and stuff like that. So you have to be very intentional with your thoughts because they have a frequency. So just to reiterate, the feelings and thoughts and beliefs of unworthiness or you don't deserve success is just a thought that like a seed that's been planted for a very long time. And as soon as you become aware of that, you can replace it with a more empowering one that you do deserve success and you can nurture that thought. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We are three minutes before the hour. I got time for one last question, but I do want to remind everybody replay available. We are infinityx.com. This is Craig Siegel, COS experience. If you have not checked out his work, if you haven't checked out what this man is up to in the world, you need to do so. Craig, the last question I'm going to ask you is to quote Shakespeare, <laughs> my, my partner always does this, but when you shuffle off this mortal coil, right? When you move on to your next, you know, and, 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 um, and, and, you know, leave, leave this earth. What do you want to most be remembered by brother? I wanted to be remembered that I made people feel good, that mm. people spoke to me, saw my content and felt like they can make change in their life, that there is more out there for them. They can listen to my podcast 150 years from now, right? A podcast I did with Rob Deerdeck two weeks ago, and they can immediately be stimulated to make positive change, inspired to do something big, right? To make a shift, to realize that they're not stuck, that whatever their circumstances currently are, it's just a frame. It's not actually the reality. And I want to make people feel good. Like I brought my A game tonight with you because- I treat this conversation as I would treat the Super Bowl. I'm present. I'm aware. I don't have my phone on me. I'm just with you right now. And, and I just want to provide the most value and energy every single time I show up with every single thing that I do. If I'm speaking to the doorman downstairs, yes. I want to be present in that conversation. Happy Thanksgiving, brother. Like, I, I just want to speak to him for a second. So I just want anyone that ever comes across anything that I've done, seen, said, or, or heard, that they just feel elevated. They feel positive. They want to do something cool and, and just take inspired action. And I think it's causing a ripple effect. Let me rephrase. I know it's causing a ripple effect now because now people are joining the community or the family without me even talking to them because people are spreading the, the news, right? Like people are saying, you got to check out what's going on over here. It's not a follow me mentality. It's a come with me mentality. I want us all to win. And that being said, for everyone here on this call right now in the CLS membership, if you want to see the big guy in the CLS membership, drop a hell yeah in the chat. Drop a hell yeah in the chat. <laughs> Craig Siegel, he's like waves in the ocean, just keeps coming, keeps bringing it. I love everything. And by the way, Craig, I want to pay you a compliment. If I was a coaching client of yours or if I was your son and I watched this 25 years from now and heard you say something like that, I'd have a lot of pride, brother. I love what you're up to. And by the way, um, I see you and your organization in my future and our future. I know Rob was super, super excited about this conversation tonight. Um, our ecosystems are ones that ought to be connected in some way, shape or form, my friend. And uh, I think we could do some really, really special things together. This is uh, this is Infinity X. Uh, we give stages and microphones to human excellence. And uh, Craig, uh, for those who are not part of the tribe right now, how can everybody find you? Put it, um, it put, put it out there to the group. Yeah, so the best place is on Instagram at Craig Siegel underscore CLS, Facebook, YouTube, Craig Siegel, our website, cultivatelastingsymphony.com. And we have the best daily texting community in the planet right now. Just inspirational stuff from the heart, from the soul to trigger the mindset, uh, to get on fire, to, to revamp, to remove limiting beliefs. It's really special. The number's right there in the chat. Just text that number 917-634-3796. Join the community. See what we're all about. Catch a vibe and, and just feel some of this contagious energy. You'll see it for yourself. We and are. Also, yeah. I mentioned anywhere you listen to podcast, the CLS experience. The CLS experience. We are Infinity X. The replay available on Infinity X. Check out Craig Siegel. Check out his Instagram. Check out CLS experience. And check us out. We are InfinityX.com. If you'd like to have a consultation or a conversation about building a financial freedom roadmap, right? There's 
personal wellness and there's financial wellness and they can be melded together to give you a beautiful experience. And Craig, it has been a unique honor to share the stage with you tonight, brother. Can't thank you enough for joining us tonight. You brought your A-game and then some, my friend. I really appreciate you tonight. And um, happy Thanksgiving to you, brother. Really, seriously. My pleasure, buddy. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Thank you for a great conversation. I love every second of it. And like you said earlier, I'm excited about building a relationship. And thank you to the CLS audience who came in strong tonight. Love you all so much. Amazing. You guys are rock stars. I love what you're up to. Everybody have an amazing Thanksgiving. This is Infinity X signing off for the evening. Good night, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Infinity X. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube by searching We Are Infinity X. Until next time.